welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like capital ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It would mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy. If you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy, you can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions. And that means the world to me. And I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. 
So uh, welcome everyone. A big shout out to the party hats. And I'm not sure if I even saw a balloon this time, but if you do see a balloon, that means that someone is celebrating uh, their clubhouse anniversary. And we have those happening now because the app has been around for more than a year. So uh, definitely uh, keep an eye out for those people. Um, usually those are the folks that know what rooms to go to and they're usually in this room. All right, uh, so thank you for joining us today um, as well. I know that yesterday we had app glitchiness. Uh, there was an update. So for those of you that haven't updated your app, you may wanna do it. Clearly not now, but you can just do it at some point uh, today or tomorrow, just update uh, the app so that you can definitely have the most, uh, the best experience that you can. Because uh, sometimes when it's acting glitchy, you may lose audio or you may not find rooms as easily as well. So definitely uh, keep that in mind. And if you wanna share, definitely raise your hand uh, and we'll bring you up on stage. Uh, the theme for today, our victor victories occur before the, war the warriors walk on the field very very impactful message i want to focus on what priorities need to happen um, for that warrior right like a lot of times we think it's just about walking on the field but most times it's not just about walking on the field it's also about prioritizing right to make that walk that a strong one right and more impactful so i'm going to be leaning in on that aspect of the theme today. And for those of you who don't know me, my name is Dora Maria Abreu. I am an inclusive engineer. I focus on technology, but also leadership, communication, and mentorship. Basically all things uplifting and helping all human beings. I do over-index on the law of awareness because I am a firm believer that it all starts with you. You, 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 like me, myself, and I, that's what, when anything is going wrong in my life, I start with me, myself, and I. I check and like Barbara Majeski says, check up from the neck up. I need to figure out what am I bringing to the table to the situation. And if I can encourage all of you to do the same, then you will be looking at the life in a very different lens. Um, so today, um, and a lot of the laws that I actually dive into, they're all from John C. Maxwell. Um, the, I have three books that I really lean into heavily in my segments. It's the 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth, the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, and the Sometimes You Win and Sometimes You Learn book. Um, they have teenage versions of some of these books. So I do do some masterminds with uh, the youth that I work with, and that's usually my audience. So when I come to Clubhouse, it's really just to pour into people and help elevate uh, the message and the good work to inspire, educate, and motivate others, um, especially on this app during this craziness of this pandemic that we are all living through. Um, so today I wanted to talk about the law of connection and also the law of priorities. Um, so Maxwell says that the law of connection, that leaders touch a heart before they ask for a hand. And a lot of times we do not understand that, but basically it's people don't care how much you know. You, can, you could be the guru of gurus, but until they know how much you care, they will not follow you. So you wanna make sure that you develop your credibility with people when you connect with them and that you show them that you genuinely care and want to help them. So for Renee, her credibility has been incredible because she just pours so much love, right? And when you see Glenn going out there and every time there's a need, he's putting a live on, like immediately. And I'm sometimes I'll get the alert and I'm like, wait, we have a room right now? And it's because he's doing a fundraiser for someone else. And those are the types of things that you want to know about a leader before you follow them, right? That's how they develop their credibility. And a lot of times when we're 
taking part in different initiatives, you definitely want to know who you're following, right? And you want to make sure that if you are that leader, that you are also doing the same. So definitely role model that connection piece um, to understand and, you know, people's self-identity, you want to meet them where they are um, to build that connection first before you get them to follow or buy or, you know, buy into the vision of where you want them to go. And then the second law I want to talk about is the law of priorities. And a lot of times uh, you get to look at priorities and you're like, wow, this this is something that I don't even know how to approach, right? Because uh, the law of priorities for some of us tends to change, right? Depending on where you are in your life. When you're younger and you're a teenager, you know, those responsibilities of, you know, how shelter and food are not as prominent. Um, but when you are an adult, it is. So those, those priorities tend to mutate and change depending on where you are in your life. And if you're a senior, then you're thinking retirement um, and things like that too. So priorities shift depending on what stage of life you're in. Um, so I definitely wanted to highlight um, that particular law because leaders understand that activity is not necessary for accomplishment. Um, when we say um, that we're busy, we are naturally believing that we're achieving, but business does not equal productivity um, because of activity, right? It's not necessarily accomplishment. Um, so the this means that prioritizing requires you to continually think ahead, to know what's important, and to see how everything relates to that overall vision, that overall big picture, that goal that you're trying to get to, that landmark, that, that, that key milestone, and understanding how things have to, you know, give themselves to that. So Maxwell says that if you spend most of our time or most of your time on things in the top 20% of importance, it gives us the 80% of return that we're looking for. So he talks about setting your priorities um, in the three R's, requirement, return, and reward. So basically that we must do I do that nobody can, what can, what must I do that nobody can do or should do for me? Okay. And a few of, you can probably think of a few examples that land in that bucket. Is there anyone that I can delegate a task to that is capable of getting the same return as I? So think about those questions when you're thinking about priorities and what task will lead to the most satisfaction? Like life is really too short. And if we haven't learned that in the last two years, uh, we've missed that lesson. Uh, but life is really too short not to do some things that you love. Um, and when we properly prioritize and spend our time, that's why we talk about auditing our time and auditing our network, right? Um, it always sets us on a course for success when we prioritize our time and also prioritize our agenda items as well, right? So that's why we kind of look at that uh, more in depth. So get your pen and paper out. Let's talk about how you rate yourself on a scale of one to 10 in the law of connection and in the law of priorities. And then tell yourself, hey, these are two things that I can work on to improve my rating in those two laws. All right, and I'm gonna read a story to kind of highlight these two laws, um, especially the law of uh, priorities. Uh, so that we can um, take some shares. So if you're willing to share, please make them short so that other people get to share as well. Um, and then I will read the story and then we can get going on that.
All right, here we go. When things in your life seem, oh, and this is a, a story that's supposed to be from a professor, but when they asked the professor, the professor said they never said it. So I, it's anonymous. So I definitely want to make sure that I quote that up front. <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, when things in your lives seem too much to handle, when 24 hours in a day are not enough, remember the mayonnaise jar and the two cups of coffee. So a professor stood before his philosophy class and had some items in front of him. When the class began, he wordlessly picked up a very large and empty mayonnaise jar and proceeded to fill it with golf balls. He asked the students if the jar was full and they very excitedly said yes and agreed that it was. The professor then picked up a box of pebbles and poured them into the jar. He shook the jar, the jar ever so much lightly that the pebbles rolled into the open areas between the golf balls. He asked the students again, if the jar was full. And again, they shouted out and agreed, yes, it was. The professor next picked up a box of sand and poured it into the jar. And of course, the sand filled up everything else. He asked once more if the, if the jar was full. The students responded with a unanimous yes. The professor then produced two cups of coffee from under the table and poured the entire contents into the jar, effectively filling the empty space between the sand. The students laughed. Now, said the professor as the laughter subsided, I want you to recognize that this jar represents your life. The golf balls are those important things, your family, your children, your health, your friends, and your favorite passions. And if everything else was lost and only they remained, your life would still be full. The pebbles are the other things that matter in your life, like your job, your business, your house, your car, etc. The sand is everything else, the small stuff. And if you put the sand into the jar first, he continued, there is no room for the pebbles or the golf balls. The same goes for life. If you spend all of your time and energy on the small stuff, you will never have room for those things that are important to you. So pay attention to the things that are critical to your happiness. Play with your children. Spend time with your parents. Take time to get medical checkups. Take your spouse out to dinner. Play another 18. There will always be time to clean the house and fix the disposal. Take care of the golf balls of your life first. The things that really, really matter to you. Set priorities. The rest is just sand. One of the students raised her hand and inquired, what is the coffee representing? And the professor smiled and said, I'm glad you asked. It goes to show you that no matter how full your life may seem, there's always room for a couple of cups of coffee with a friend. So I love this story. It makes me really think about, again, how we focus so much on these small things that we lose track of those bigger, bigger things in our lives that really do matter. And sometimes I have to stop myself. And one exercise I can ask all of you to do is that when you are really nervous about something or anxious, 
take a moment, take a deep breath and ask yourself, will this matter next year? And that usually puts things in perspective for me. So I know we have some time before we head over on to Brad. So I definitely wanted to take some shares in the audience so that we can definitely uh, put some things out there because uh, different we're all here to learn from one another as well um, so if you can flash your mics I will go on and call on you I see Verender go ahead good evening from India Dora Maria Reni wonderful room I had several times but could not come onto the stage I think it is second time but lovely to be charged with the positivity of each and every speaker over here I'm life coach from India and I love the positivity and the topic of the room victory occur because before warriors walk on the field it is really true when winner is having rich mindset positivity then we become unstoppable meditation every day for some time maybe five minutes 50 minutes whatever you can do because he is creator when you are giving gratitude to him your life becomes so smooth that whatever you told dora maria it is every important point come into the uh, vicinity of that positive reach of every person really true and then gratitude to almighty love everybody unconditional and think every time that how much you can give to the people it is not necessary you give money only you can give your love unconditional your studies your teachings your nuggets what you have given here and more speakers have given that is the best otherwise we might be catching our head and thinking yes what is happening there in ukraine china russia america what is that we are not able to do anything there only we can do prayers to almighty because he is the president of our mind he can do what we cannot even think and i think we have to be positive so wonderful room i am coming regularly here and i enjoyed every time every time thank you all god bless you all thank you very much i am complete thank you so much rander all right folks uh, flash your mics and we will keep it going all right adi Good morning. Good morning, everyone. I just wanted to say that um, what you've said is so, so true about having the right priorities and understanding our connections. Because without having those things in place, then we're going to be out of sort. We may be chasing um, our goals, our businesses, our entrepreneurial dreams but if you don't have that solid base of knowing what at the end of it all matters your family being secure in your values knowing um, how you want to be able to connect all of those things and making that the number one priority after your relationship with God honestly nothing works because there isn't the true alignment for success that's my that's my share and i hope it blesses someone oh thank you so much eddie all right anyone else 
Um, Dora Marie, Mary. Justin, go, how are you this Go for it. And then Mary Lynn, I think. No, nope, ladies next. first. Mary Lynn, you go first. Equal rights. Go. No, I'm just kidding, Justin. I'll take that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, I just really like this story because, you know, it's a good reminder. You said to kind of rate yourself something. You can golf balls. Okay, got that. The important things, you know, the marbles or pebbles or whatever, the job and that stuff. But I, um, I need to fill up with a little more sand. I, I'm not making quite the connections that I'm striving to and having girlfriends and going out for lunches and stuff like that. So I do want to fill my jar more with those things. So it's a lovely story. I've heard it before, but I appreciate it this morning, Dora Maria. Awesome. Thank you much for your share. And Justin? Mary Lynn, Seasons of Life. I was actually going to share a little story to give people some encouragement and it ties into kind of what you were saying. So I shared something yesterday on my own personal Facebook page. Um, I don't share a lot personally there, but it was something that happened yesterday that's beyond anything I could have imagined in terms of an opportunity. Um, but it actually goes back about 10 years to another opportunity I was given that I turned down because it didn't align with my core values. Monetarily, it was an infinite return, like an instant, probably million dollar upside on a redevelopment of the building. But the people didn't align with my core values. And if the people don't align with my core values, the profits to me aren't even an option. And it's funny because I remember being in the weeds for like five years after that, you know, watching the, the growth of that project and being like, well, did I make a mistake? Did I leave money on the table? And I, I always felt my God, I made the right decision. Yesterday, I was tabled an opportunity um, from a gentleman, and there's only two people that he brought into the project in my entire area. And he said the third person that I had turned down was somebody that was on the table. And basically, two people had given him the same feedback in terms of alignment and core values. And there's a reason why the opportunity is tabled to us and not that individual and the reason I'm sharing the story isn't because I'm cheering for <clears throat> anybody's failure. Like everybody, you know, is entitled to their own version of success, whatever that means. But I just want to encourage people that even if it feels like you're working hard right now and you're not getting anywhere, as long as you know what your core values are and you're putting people before profits in the long game, it's going to change everything. I promise you. And I got that came to fruition yesterday and just. It's a sign, right? You get these little God wings where God's just encouraging you. And even though sometimes it's not easy, trust me, you push through and you get the right people around you like Dora Marie and positive people like Rinder. I, I heard him talking this morning. That levity in your voice, man, I love you, brother. And I just, I'm happy to be here. So thank you for another wonderful segment, Dora. Thank you so much, Justin. And again, like we all learn from each other. Um, that was a powerful share, right? You definitely want to make sure that when you're prioritizing you're also taking that alignment with who you are at your core um, to align yourself with people as well. That's part of that prioritization, right? If someone, and it's not to X people out of your life, you just spend less time with those people, right? Like you don't interact um, with people that don't align with what, where you're going. Um, and hopefully that helps uh, to prioritize things in your day as well. So hopefully uh, I see that Linnell wanted to share. So I don't know if uh, you have your mic, that's good. Let me know. Awesome. Go for it. And that if anyone wants to share, let me know in the back chat or just flash your mics when Linnell is done. Go ahead, Linnell. Good morning, Dora Maria. Thank you so much for uh, 
allowing me the opportunity to open my mic this morning and good morning champions. I wanted to just um, talk about what Justin was saying and it is so true. When you have your core values and you know exactly who you are, then it's very difficult to go to another direction because someone wants you to or because you're feeling guilted into doing that. And I think when you really have that core value, that core sense of self and what it is that you are really willing to accept and you are willing to change as well, that's when you really align because you've you've recognized there's a situation, you've recognized this is not aligning with who I am. It's not making me feel the it's not making me feel as though I am the best version of myself. And it takes a lot of courage to get to that place. So Justin, thank you so much for sharing that this morning. This is Lanelle. I am the soul coach. I'll go ahead and mute my mic out. Oh, thank you so much, Lanelle. All right, Dr. Jamesia, are you good to go now or? Yes, absolutely. Awesome. Go for it. <laughs> good morning, Dora Maria. I absolutely loved meeting you in Miami. I appreciate you letting me share this morning. I love what you said, um, the metaphor that you used about life and how we live our life and the jewels and the things that we fill our life up with. And um, <laughs> I, I think that I, I've not never, I've never heard this. And, and I'm going to use this. I'm doing a talk at a middle school, and I think this would be an amazing way to show the students. I just ran up the stairs. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> uh, show the students how, um, how they fill their lives up and how important it is to have relationships. And, and, and the way that you used <laughs> this metaphor and whoever this professor was is amazing. And I think I would like to use it and I, I'm going to give you credit or whoever else credit, but it's, I, I love it. I, I love it. And I thank you. I'm done sharing. Awesome. Thank you so much. And yeah, I, I did not create this. I, it was uh, someone, it's, it's anonymous because the person they thought it was, they, he, they were asked and they were like, no, it wasn't me, but definitely a powerful uh like analogy um, to life. Um, there's another one that I really like as well that I'll probably share in a future segment um, just because you forget about what really is important in life. You know, it's, I remember back um, just when my mom, my mom was diagnosed with, uh, th with cancer and they gave her 30 days to live. And I literally dropped everything and I went down and my mom lasted a year. Like, you know, it's sometimes things don't, look as dire um, in that moment. But if you would have asked me in that moment, it, my priorities were just very shifted, right? Like, I was just like, no, we're going to save my mom. I was acting like, okay, I'm going to be God today. And I'm going to just save all the things. And, you know, you, you just get to learn to, I, I learned at a very young age, I was in college, and it was just like, wow, I, it was just a very humbling experience for me to just understand that I'm just a human being on this planet, right? Like, when you, when you understand that, um, it really opens up your heart to just be of service to others. Um, so with that, I definitely um, want to start wrapping up. I can probably take one more share if there is uh, someone that is willing I'd to I'd love do to something. share, Door. Okay, awesome. And then we can go to Coco and, and, and wrap us up there. Go ahead, Pastor Jeff. Well, go ahead and let Coco and hope she'll give me enough time left. I'll make it quick. Um, I love the share this morning. And I just want to say that, you know, every day we wake up and it's a battle and we are warriors. And it's so important that we surround ourselves with the right people 
to get through that battle as well. So I thank you. Go ahead, Jeff. Thank you so much, Coco. Dora, I love this illustration. I use props in my sermons, and there's another application that I use with that, is that we oftentimes think we've taken all that we can take, all that we can handle. We tell our creator or our higher being that I just can't take any more. And this illustration demonstrates that even when you think that you can't go any further, you still have a lot left in you. This is Pastor Jeff, and I want every one of you to know that no matter what you're facing on today, you're not at the end of the road. You still have a lot in you. And if you fail, who wins? This is Pastor Jeff passing the mic back to you, Dor. Thank you so much, Pastor Jeff, for that. And yes, absolutely. We have different opportunities to show up in this world to really build out where we are going and a lot of times we just have to simply arm ourselves with just that courage and to look forward and to keep moving forward. So again, I want you to understand how you rate yourself in those law of properties, uh, pri priorities and that law of connection. Um, and then also understand that you have priorities to shake up in your life. So write it down so that you know what it is that you're looking at. And then from there, start working backwards to where you wanna be. Um, that way you can rejuggle those priorities on how they need to go and in the order they need to do it. And then schedule it, schedule it in your calendar so that it helps to make it become a reality. And again, if you are feeling a little overwhelmed, think back to this story of the mayonnaise in the jar and the two cups of coffee. And I don't see Brad on stage, so I don't know if anyone can help me ping him to make sure he comes in. Um, while, he, while we're trying to find Brad, we will have Peter share because I know he was flashing. Go ahead, Peter. Good morning. Um, hopefully you can hear me. I'm in a, uh, a car headed to the airport and from Dallas in Dallas area. So it's kind of crazy weather down here. So I'm not sure if you can hear me or can yeah, you no, hear you're me? Yeah, good. Go for it. Okay, good deal. You know, um, you're, the uh, illustration that you used, um, you know, heard it a number of times. Hey, listeners. If you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Times, so it's just great. Um, it reminded me, you know, of, um, <clears throat> of another um, somewhat such illustration. I, I have a YouTube channel, so I, I do at times some um, some uh, motivational speak on there. So um, uh, one of the ones I spoke about is, is those, the important things in your life, right? And uh, I, uh, we kind of attribute the important things to the glass, the glass balls um, and the things that are, you know, not as important to uh, the plastic balls and how, we, how important it is to, to, to identify what are the glass balls in your life and what are the the plastic balls, the glass balls are the ones that, if it if it drops, it shatters, and so you're not you don't have that opportunity for it to be to be bounced back. So by identifying those important things in your life, you know where they should take priority, so that um, again you don't you don't drop it, it, it smashes. Uh, whereas again, the plastic ball bounces back, gives you another opportunity to get it back in play. So that that illustration this morning reminds me of. Uh, of this um, analogy as well. 
This is Peter. Okay, excellent. Thank you so much, Peter, for sharing. I'm going to continue to take shares until the uh, next moderator shows up. So if anybody else wants to share, just flash your mics and I will get to you. Um, I've sent him a link as well, Dora Maria. Okay, thanks. Case. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Um, anyone else wanting to share on this morning? And you can also, if you have anything to share from uh, Renee's segment as well, um, we can open it up to that also. So let me know by flashing your mics or just unmute and uh, say your name so that I know that you're up on deck. I think we can go through a recap too, right? If people wanted to recap the week, we could sort of riff with that. Literally what bit. I was thinking, Sean. Oh. Exactly. And I can see Linnell also, Dora Maria. I saw Linnell microphone flashing as well. Awesome. Thanks, Linnell. We're going to go back to you. Go ahead. Hey, Dora Maria. So in regards to the recap, it's Justin. And Justin, for me, all the way this week and the way that he just laid, he laid out the um, the four principles and, and the fact that he uses YouTube in order to really walk us through what it is that he is showing. Um, it's always such a thorough presentation and Justin I have to give you your flowers because you you do it with such a grace and I can tell that it's something that's important to you not to just do the presentation but that we're all getting something out of it and so that was the um, that was the thing that stuck out for me this week in in regards to breakfast with champions absolutely love your segment Justin it's Lanella go ahead and mute out my mic you are a sweetheart, always encouraging, and I appreciate that. It's it's funny, too, because if you were there for the segment, my screen share on StreamYard didn't work, right? So I had to adjust, like, midstream, which should be encouragement for anybody that's scared to press record. You know, it doesn't matter. It's, you know, nobody's going to give you a hard time except yourself. So your encouragement has made me better week after week. So thank you. I just want to continue to edify that because I'm a visual learner. And so getting on this app, I've struggled, like, to visualize things because it, it and just by justin going on youtube it has made me just understand the concepts a lot clearer but also to connect them to my life right so that i definitely appreciate even when you when something didn't work you did not panic it was just like the calm and smoothness of justin keeping it like boom it was just moving and that was role modeling for a lot of us as well like Sometimes you are afraid to do the things like going on YouTube and video and things like that um, and handling two different platforms because you, you, you know, you might mess up and here you were continuing and, and role modeling how we can handle such a situation. So I definitely appreciate that and the element of visualization because I'm a visual learner. And again, just appreciate how you put effort into your uh, segments uh, to ensure that you're bringing it to the next level um, each time. So I just appreciate it all around each week. Um, anyone else think, uh, wanting to share? It's, Go it's ahead. Really again, then, real quick. I'm, um, I was just thinking how thankful this month, talking about money, you know, we're coming to the end of the month. I know we'll have, you know, Monday, but it's been such a good conversation for me because I've shared before, like I didn't grow up talking about money. So we've talked about relationships with people, the people we have relationships with about money to practical and tactical things we can do like him and Ram and Justin talked about, you know, and I just think this month's been a, a great um, chance to expand thinking and really 
and TM, you know, just all the people who've talked to us about money this month, I'm grateful for, and I think it's been an awesome month. Good morning. This is Yvette Sears, and I'm going to piggyback on what Miss beautiful Mary Lynn said. It's been great talking about money and understanding, just getting to know money and, and be more comfortable with it. And, and with that being said, Sharon Lecter, I, re, I recall some of the things that she spoke about this week. Uh, and one of the main things, you know, Sharon Lecter says is that assets are sexy. And, and I just assign myself to that to that phrase. And I'm always thinking about how to acquire assets now because they're so sexy. And all of us want to be sexy, right? She talks about how assets allow you to gain wealth and you can partner with others. A lot of people think that, you know, I need to do this by myself. I need to figure out how to gain in the market. And she was saying, you can partner with others. You don't have to try to be, uh, you know, a, 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 an island. No man is an island. Do it with others and you'll gain assets even quicker sometimes. Uh, she talked about how there are people who can benefit in what you know. So one asset is right, you can gain uh, wealth by writing your story because God created all of us perfectly. And, and we find strength in ourselves if we're confident We've got to be able to stand in our own truth and deliver that story. So I am going to work on figuring out how to be sexy enough that I have accumulated the, the assets needed so that I can fit that phrase. This is Yvette Searson, your savvy life insurance agent, trying to drop my voice deeper like Pastor Jeff. <laughs> Thank you That's so assets. much. <laughs> that was my favorite, favorite line from her, that assets are sexy. Oh, my goodness. That, that was very noteworthy uh, as well. Uh, so for those of you joining the stage, thank you so much. Uh, we're pretty much sharing either on my segment or Renee's segment. Renee uh, did a little bit of uh, teaching, but also spoke about the week, the week learnings on our uh, breakfast with champions and then i dove deep into the law of priorities and connection um and and talked about the law uh, not the law the story of the mayonnaise and the jar um, so if you're familiar with that story or you were here for my segment you can definitely um, comment on that we're taking shares so if you definitely want to uh either you can flash your mics or if you can unmic and just say your name that way we know um that you want to share, because I'm usually at the bottom of the stage, so I, we can get those voices in, but I'll roll them up. I There's hear a, two shares, um, Dora Maria. We I saw Monica and uh, who else? Aduno. Aduno is at the bottom. And then awesome. I think I saw Dennis Yes, Professor well, Oduno. Okay, awesome. Okay, Let's perfect. go to Monica first, and then those two people, okay? Go for it, Monica. Good morning, champions. This is Monica and the turquoise ring. I wanted to share with you something that popped up for me, Dora, when you were talking about your mother. In uh, January of 20, or 2004, <clears throat> I got a call on a Sunday, January 4th it was. My brother said, Mom is in the hospital. And in that moment, I related so much to what you, to what you just said. In that moment, when you have crisis, crisis creates clarity. And that was one of the things I used to tell my productivity clients all the time when I would do speaking, I would talk about priorities and how to keep them in order and how important it was. And one of those keystones is crisis creates clarity. 
because it really, really does. When something happens that is out of the norm, that is around an area of your life that is highly important to you, everything reorders itself automatically and you are very clear on what's most important. And like you, Dora, I dropped everything. I, le I left my checkbook with my husband. I packed some clothes. I got on a plane the next day. My mom was gone in two weeks. And if not for the ability to be so clear in those priorities and to take action on those priorities, that event would have gone completely differently. It was terrible regardless, but it could have been a lot worse if I had been unable to act, unwilling to act, or unclear on what was important. So thank you for that really wonderful uh, segment this morning. This is Monica and I'm done. Uh, thank you for sharing. And uh, I definitely sympathize um, with that as well. But I love that you said that, well, when you have something that needs to be clear, it, it only takes chaos or some emergency, right? To really kick it into gear tenfold, right? So it, it's really, that's why I, I tell people, take a moment and think, will this matter in a year? And if you can answer that honestly to yourself, it will really give you a focus of where you need to go. All right, so we had two gentlemen that wanted to speak. Adun, I think was one. Yes, Aduno and then Okay, Dennis. thank you, go ahead. Dennis, why don't you go ahead? Cause I saw you uh, unmute. Sure, absolutely. Uh, thank you so much, so much, Renee, and and all the incredible people that have gone before me to share a piece of their life that has uh, is very personal. It it helps us all get that little bit of inspiration or motivation that we need to fight to keep keep continuing that fight. For me personally, uh, I I've been on a life journey that has brought me to this very place that so many others uh, didn't think I would make. And to be honest, I didn't think I would make myself. Uh, it really started uh, being born into a house of violence due to mental illness. And then at 15, I was in a diving accident that left me a quadriplegic. It depended upon the uh, person that was my dad that loved me, but was the abuser. And then, you know, I continued fighting. I was able to fight to go to school and graduated with a degree. Uh, then they told me I'd never get married or have a career. I, I'm about to celebrate 25 years of marriage later this year. Uh, I had an incredible career with the Air Force. And then to, to bring what you guys are talking about, it took something that was devastating. I developed a bone infection. And over the course of six years, I had more than a dozen surgeries and blood transfusions. And it absolutely ended everything that I knew that was my way of life, being able to be active and be independent in my wheelchair to have, a, have the career that I had with the Air Force. It took all of that away. But through that pain this past year I've had the worst year imaginable mentally uh, my mom was diagnosed with lung cancer uh, it, it's been 10 years of battling now this infection and this reinvention of or trying to reinvent my life and the beauty of it is I could still be working for the Air Force 
but even though I'm bedbound, I would not have the purpose that I have found as a coach, as a health coach, because the traditional medicine model let me down, but it's let down so many other people as well. So I could take my experiences of domestic violence, of being in a wheelchair, of health concerns, and I could reach out to a wide variety of people from my bed around the world to all of you that are somewhere in some corner so far away from me. Uh, Clubhouse and other tech things have allowed these four walls that I see every day that is, is my world, but things have changed. The world has now become my room thanks to technology. And so if we allow ourselves to be beaten up and beaten down until we lose hope, sometimes we have to lead on someone else when the, when the burden is too heavy and be willing to, to stay, take a step back and appreciate the journey and the pain and never let pain go wasted. So it's, it's my goal in life to give hope. And hope, I believe, is the most powerful word in the dictionary. If we have hope that today is better than yesterday and tomorrow can be better than today, that there's nothing that we can't accomplish. There's no distance that we can't travel. So as, as an individual, as a human, as a, a friend, a coach, as just a person that happens to be a quadriplegic, it is my goal every day to help instill hope into someone else to make their day be lifted up, to make them believe that regardless of what they may be staring at in that moment, that moment is not the rest of their life. It's only a moment. And we can use the pain from that moment to propel ourselves into an incredible future. So what I encourage each of you is if that burden is too heavy, reach out to someone. Don't suffer in silence. And if you're feeling strong, if you're a powerhouse, if if things are going right in your world, then I encourage you to find someone else that needs hope. So with that, I'll end my plan. And thank you for the opportunity. Oh, thank you so much for sharing, Dennis. And yes, we need to be hope dealers, dealing hope to people and making sure that they get on that. And uh, Aduno, I don't know if your mic is fixed, uh, but if you can uh, take the mic, the mic is yours. Thank you very much to everyone who's on this line and to the coordinators and everyone. I would like to share a tribute to uh, my daughter that I wrote a while back, and her name is Asibianidaso Carnegie. My, my Asibi, how many ways may I count thee that I love you? It is the joy of your forgiveness that your inner being gives to the utmost, in my opinion. If I could have another mother in life, my first choice after my, our mother, Murdersley Ferdinand, it would be you, honey, cause I've not only felt 
your care toward me. I have experienced this delight in your interaction with others, including nationalities, ethnics of another mother, father. Now that's a blessed woman, person, friend, that I truly am grateful that Inyame Almighty God has positioned me, a boy of humble beginnings, to be yours in too many ways. And your Brandon Gardner, yes, Courtney, Carnegie, have given me us the delight of this life. Grandchildren, Malachi, Sinai, Taliba Faith, and even more, you show what agape love is what it is. It's in the doing. Dad, Oduno, A-L-F-W, Tariq. And in a quick closing, the cause of freedom is not the cause of a race or a sect, a party or a class. It is the cause of humankind, the very birthright of humanity. This came from the voice of Anna Julia Cooper and other important essay papers in her letters. This is a woman who was born in 1854 and lived all in North Carolina and departed this life in Washington, D.C. in 1964. Thank you for allowing me to share because it's always refreshing to share things to mothers, daughters, nieces, and girls, especially in a patrilineism anchored environment too often. Thank you. Peace be to all of you and to your journey as well as my journey. And hope, as the person said, is healing our people eternally. Thank you. I enjoyed that by the brethren who gave that earlier. Peace. Okay. Thank you so much, Aduno. And uh, I had Natasha and I saw that uh, Louise on mic. I don't know if that was clapping or if you wanted to go next, but if you are, just go after Natasha. Natasha, the mic is yours. Hello, everyone. My name is Natasha M. Smith. This is a great week. I want to thank Renee for reminding us we have had enough sleep, no more sleeping. When we sleep too long, you miss out because life keeps going. I want to, Glenn, he spoke yesterday about a book, um, The Greatest Salesman in the World. It provides um, scrolls that can be read, and he also mentioned reading with him. When I was skimming the book, I noticed it had, uh, it coincided with, with the Bible, which I, no, that's so beneficial and it's valuable to us because we all are children of God. There was a small portion that said failure no longer will be my payment for struggle. Failure is like pain. It aligns in my life. In the past, I accepted it. And as I had in the past, I accepted it as I accepted pain. So when I look at this as failure i realize i'm living my life to no longer to allow failure as the option but to continue to look for the next opportunity to take me to the next legacy the next level to create my legacy so i just want to thank everyone for their part in this week and again it was a great week and that's what i have to share and i'm done this natasha smith thank you 
Ooh, thank you so much, Natasha. When champions come together, that's what happens. We motivate each other. Yayos. Awesome. All right. Um, I don't know if Louise was flashing and, and then Tosh, but Louise, or did you want to share? Sure. Good awesome. morning. The mic Nora. is yours. Good morning, Dora. Good morning, Renee. Good morning, Credit Ninja, and all of you precious people up here. Wow, um, it's a real treasure. It's uh, rare for me to get up um, this early on a Saturday morning, I have to admit, because normally I just kind of sleep in a little bit. But, you know, I am so energized um, by Breakfast with Champions, and the delivery from one person after the next is just astounding it just puts a smile on my face and just automatically just woke me up i've slept like barely three hours last night but anyway what i wanted to say was i think there was a gentleman is it oduno did i get your name right so funny you talk about anna julie cooper oduno i just want to tell you i happen to live in anna julie cooper's home in dc so that was just very very um funny my ears just picked up when you said that but anyway what i really wanted to share with you guys was a, a thought that just came to me um, just now as people were talking um, and I hope it's okay if it's it's something on the on, on, on from from a godly standpoint but I was just thinking with this whole pandemic as well as this new war now that Putin has created what I mean where are we living and how are we showing up in our lives and I know everyone is going through different points of pain um, so much confusion so much stress stress so much of anxiety unwanted anxiety there's already enough as is and I'm like are we just spending our time going through the crucifixion in our lives you know and dwelling in our pain or are we lifting our eyes up to an almighty power i call him the lord my my lord and savior jesus christ and looking up to him and are we getting to the resurrection in our thoughts i mean you know um so my god you know died and rose in three days from the grave to conquer all sin and to conquer all this pain and to lift us to points of glory you know so i my only my only thought to you guys is you know Let's go through the crucifixion. I know we are through all this pain, but don't forget to look up and get to the resurrection in your life, whatever that be. You know, wherever you need to go, don't just dwell there and stay in wherever your point of pain is. I hope I'm speaking to somebody here. I know many of you here are big conquerors and you'll have just achieved so much in your life and you're over this, but maybe there's somebody here down below, you know, on stage or down below that you know could could use this so just turn look up and turn to the big man above whoever your god your maker is or your higher power and just draw from him and his strength to carry you through so we can actually live lives totally effective for him for god and be effective here on earth one to another and renee i you know i haven't heard so much about your tanzania trip i will catch up with you on that but this is just so super exciting i'm so energized i love you all everyone on stage and down below and just remember love conquers everything everything you know without love we're just like empty gongs just clashing around and banging banging our heads so uh with that this is Louise. I am out and I love you all. Have a blessed day, everybody. Oh, Thanks. Thank, thank you, Louise. And yes, love conquers all. And uh, the key word that you mentioned there as well is action. 
you have to take action. And, and that to me is extremely important. Um, we're going to have Pastor Jeff hopefully uh, do a reset for us at, at, at half past the hour at 730. So uh, Tosh, did you want to add or did anybody else, if you can flash your mics, we can definitely go to other yes. people. But Tosh, I'll pass the mic to you if you're going to share. Yes, sure, Dora Maria. Thank you so much. This is such a beautiful segment. I really love uh, the flow this morning. Like Louise says, it's really amazing how uh, the BWC, I was like <laughs> using acronyms for everything, the BWC family and Breakfast with Champions, how it's all nicely aligned from one segment to another. And it's just so beautifully coming together. And we get fed so well. And not only do we get fed here, as you say, Dora Maria is we, we need to learn to implement. Every time we take notes, like I'm, I'm one for taking notes, you know, when I'm not working or when I'm listening, I stop and go, okay, I need to always have another window open for taking notes. So I'm working, but when something snaps, I just quickly go back to my, my notes and I write that. So I wanted to share quickly what really inspired me this week. And it's really um, got me thinking a lot because I've heard it a few times before, but having, I think it was Susie Miller talking about sales that really uh, challenged me because for, for years, it's something that I've always avoided. And I know a lot of people, we have this concept of, I'm not a salesperson, I don't like selling. But in all honesty, we all do sell. You know, whether we like it or not, we do sell. When you say, oh my goodness, that movie I watched was absolutely amazing, fantastic, you've already sold it. You know, you don't get paid for it, but you do sell. So she went through the process of, um, you know, in, in your mind, you have to offer them an opportunity, not that you're desperate for a sale, but that you want to help them, you know, and it just went through the whole creating a roadmap for them and knowing what questions to ask and how to, to, to handle different objections. So that was really a turning point for me. I really love that. And of course, um, the, what, what I also liked is Glenn Lundy enhancing the same concept of sales. He said, I don't understand how people don't like sales. He talked about the scrolls. So he challenged people that he started, um, a, I think it's, a, I don't know how many days challenge actually for the scrolls. I can't remember. Is it 30? Yeah. <laughs> yes, he started a, a, a challenge. He's reading The Greatest Salesman uh, by Mandino. And, um, and it was so amazing what he read yesterday. I was like, oh my gosh, this is all from this. I just want to be a part of this. So I think he mentioned that he might set up a group so people can get involved. So just wanted to say, you know, if, if anyone wants to get involved, you know, find out, you know, send a message uh, to Glenn or something, or even Dora Marie, I'm sure she'll send it to the right direction. But that was really, really good. I just wanted to to mention the sales part of things. And of course, Justin, always love going, just like Dora Maria say, visual. I'm so visual. I think Renea said that so many times, having something visually in front of you enhances whatever it is that is being taught and it sticks. You can see something sticking. We had a bit of a, a challenge with, with, the, with technology, but it was beautiful just to see him speaking and showing some slides. Sometimes he sends them to our email. So yeah, if you guys want to find out more, you can always get involved and get sent all this information by Justin and, um, and all the information that you miss in here. And of course, the podcasts in the, the Breakfast with Champions. But yeah, I'll hand over to, to uh, for Reset. Yeah, so thank you so awesome. much. Awesome. Yeah, appreciate you. Thank you so much, Tash, for highlighting those. Yes, uh, Susie made sales sexy, right? Um, and again, uh, when it's almost like when Barbara speaks, right? Like, I love when she says, check up from the neck up. Like, 
for me, that's one of the things that I start with. You have to start with you, right? You have to start with you. You have to know what actions you're taking, what you're bringing into this world, what your priorities are, how you're showing up. And again, how you do one thing is how you do everything. So Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.